0: But I think we've gotten so far away from being human and being connected. Yes. And I find that it's not the people. I love examples of people that have a lot that are repaving pa- repaving that path. Mm-hmm. Because the people that seem to be really nice to me are, or that are you know going out of their way. Yeah, I think we need to bring it all together. You okay. know, I don't want to perpetuate stereotypes, but I think we need to bring it together. And if you're, if that pinnacle is just for your own enjoyment, the, the top of that triangle is not going to get you where you want to go. Right.
1: What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Longo, Inspired Creativity Podcast bonus, bonus, bonus episode this week. With my good friend Kate Brenton. Hello. It's it's football Sunday.
0: It is. Fly Eagle Fly. All the jerseys are out.
1: All of them. This city bleeds green for real. It it sure does. And I mean, I don't care. <laughs> About but the football. Right? Yeah. But the energy shifts and not in a bad way. And like,
0: it's like we actually can all believe in something. People are smiling. There's a, there's a pride. They're all walking. Everyone has a Jersey on. Everybody. Or I saw somebody in their car with a green hat and I know it's not a coincidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a thread. It's a unifying thread. Yeah.
1: So it's really, it's, it's a yummy feeling.
0: It is. It's a nice Sunday in Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and it's nice. It's a nice, like almost fall day.
0: It is. It is the actual season.
1: Right, mm-hmm. almost. almost. I'm not trying to be a season pusher. We got like 2 more weeks.
0: <laughs> I'm hanging on. <laughs> For serious. <laughs>
1: so, Kebren.
0: It's nice to be back. You know, this whole thing started on a park bench in the Wissahickon. It sure did. And then all of a sudden, a whole, I'm starting. I've started the second season of my own podcast. Right, and what's that of called? That, it's called Rebirth. Mm-hmm. I have some really exciting women on this season. Not that I didn't. You know, when you say that, people are like, was I not exciting? Of course, season one was also exciting. Right. Right. And often when you start a project, you're super stoked and then you hit like a thing and you may or may not keep going.
1: So real quick, why don't you tell everyone that, that's listening, yeah. what is Rebirth?
0: It's a great little space in the universe for women to tell stories of, of how they chose to leap. You know, everyone wants to tell the success story, and I'm interviewing women that are doing some really cool things, but I'm asking them to share the stories of when they might have had a crisis moment, they had to believe in themselves, mm-hmm. and what that, exactly, what that looked like. Because we all know, when we hear that, we're like, oh, well, and that's what I want to give more people that consideration of. Oh, well, if she did it. Right. Yes.
1: So... Good. Um, on, I just put out my Sunday coffee talk because mm-hmm. I've been trying to expand this season as well, just putting myself out there more. Which we just, appreciate. Oh, thank you. Mm. And I had this idea of talking about like four books that I've really been enjoying. Okay. And I'm like, that will take so long because I'm trying to keep them short, like ten, fifteen minutes. Uh, you know, like for just sure. a cup of coffee with me. Yeah. So I decided just to talk about Kyle Case's new book, *The Illusion of Money*. Yep. And how everything that you're talking to these women about it's Mm -hmm. like you have to find that point where it's like this is what I'm going to go and do and I'm going to take that leap 100% and then most likely after everyone took that leap everything else in their life started
0: you know, it's interesting, because the book that I'm literally carrying around, and I'm so excited because we're in conversation with her about being on rebirth, Barry Tesler's book, The Art of Money, mm. she's also a somatic practitioner, and she was deep into healing work, and she never thought she'd be the, so many people say this, never thought I'd be talking to people about money. But money is such an energy and projection of worth and value that it ends up being a gateway. I kind of feel like I need to say, though, it does depend on the life that you were born into, the principles are the same. Right. But depending on where you incarnated in this life, the jump is a little bit different.
1: Exactly. We all, you know, have different different things. Yeah. Yes. Um, there was just something out. I didn't click and read the article, but it was study's fine. Uh-huh. People born into money yep. have an easier life. Shocker. <laughs> so glad they
0: invested in right? that study. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh,
1: but yeah, but then there are other people that it's like you have to, you know, Go to school, go to college, get a job, maybe go I mean, on vacation. I some people are
0: trying even to like get help to get to college. Like Some people, that's not even... But yes, right. I could... Yes.
1: Yeah. And other people are like, I'm too poor to even get a job. Yeah. And that... Another group of people can't even grasp that. Idea that I'm too poor to get a job. It's like, how could you be too poor to get a job? It's like, how am I gonna have someone watch my kid? Totally. How, how am I gonna get to my job? Mm-hmm. I can't even afford to get a bus ticket. Right. And like, there's so much disconnect between people that we so can't true. even see. And I, don't, I feel like we'll we'll get positive. I promise. But I feel that so many of just normal, common people uh-huh. would rather say, I can't believe all this welfare stuff. I can't believe all you know that we're paying for all of this. Instead of saying, I can't believe that Jeff Bezos pays no taxes. And I can't believe that the Walton family pays no taxes. And we're okay with the ultra-rich really getting all of the help and support. When the people that need the help and support, we're like fighting with, well, why do they deserve to get help and support? You know,
0: it's such a fascinating concept. And I think this is positive because I think if you if you only look at the upswing of manifesting, this, mm-hmm. you know, right before we jumped on, I talked to you, I told you I wanted to talk about what the subconscious and the conscious is, right? So your conscious mind can be writing affirmations all day long of I am money and I deserve this. But you might have a wound so big and deep subconsciously that you sabotage it every time it comes around. Oh my goodness.
1: And Joe Dispenza's book becoming Mm supernatural, he says that. He was like, you can say all the affirmations that Mm -hmm. you want, and if you are holding so much that you can't let go of, those affirmations are not going to make it past your neck.
0: No. They're like a Band-Aid on a gaping wound that needs stitches. There is um, a conversation about how... Here's what I think. If you have the wound... Okay, this is going to be crazy. I'm going there. Okay, I'm going to tell you the situation. Because this is a safe place to do it. I was breastfeeding outside of Costco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you're like, what? And this is the truth. My son is teething. Okay, he's teething. I don't know if you've not been around somebody that's teething. You might forget. It's excruciating pain. And there's this face that comes in and they're bleeding. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, this really hurts, right? So I'm breastfeeding. Keep your judgments. And I find a nook outside of the Costco. And I mean, I'm not trying to make the whole world see, but I'm not going to go sit in the bathroom either because that no one's doing that. Uh-huh. And the the group of people that seemed to be most offended were not female and they were Caucasian and they would walk and then they would like double take and like make an effort to scowl at me for breastfeeding. Now because I'm breastfeeding my child you could just see on the face because I'm breastfeeding my child, I cannot do what I would like to do, lecture them, give them a dirty look because then I'm ruining the moment where my child actually needs my full presence and consciousness mm-hmm. but I ooh, has that? judgment stuck with me and basically i'm like you're judging me because my guess is you didn't receive that type of nourishment so when you see it you're like that's so inappropriate now if i had had a pl- i mean i was in yoga pants and a t-shirt and i was totally mommed up no you know whatever mm-hmm. if i had a plunging neckline and a short skirt i don't think i would have gotten the same judgment and you probably would have seen more skin okay so it's been th- in my consciousness that a lot of times we judge because we haven't had that support and actually the wound lashes out because we're hurt so we'd rather judge others Mm -hmm. than be like "Ooh, I'm hurt and that's why I think we're like look at all these people on welfare that want help no one's helping me and then it just keeps growing instead of understanding that if we which it's structured that if we judge the people that need help then those that really are out of our league and money we can't even conceive are not even on our periphery unless we watch like Bravo real TV shows or
1: whatever that right. is called. And, and just, then it's just like, oh, I wish I had that mansion. Yeah. You know? And that's not, like,
0: it's not even... Not even realizing
1: yeah. that, oh, wow, they're paying no taxes. And not even a dime. And we're even glorifying
0: something that we don't even know if they're enjoying themselves. Right. Right. Did you see David Chappelle's show in Netflix? Not yet. Oh not my yet. God, I just started it and he made a comment about Anthony Bourdain being like, This dude has literally the best job on the planet. So we don't have to keep going down this track, but Mm -hmm. um, I find it really fascinating. And I think there is a big call to us to like, you deserve to have everything you want in your life and you should definitely thrive. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it in an isolated fashion, you're really not getting out of anything. Like it has to be communal.
1: Right. You know? And yeah, it's like what are... I've really been on this topic a lot. Like, we've all been here for a purpose. We're, mm-hmm. We've been incarnated for a purpose. For sure. Not to just walk around in these meat suits and, yeah. like, go work wherever you work and make money for someone else. Like, we, there's a creative genius in us. Mm-hmm. But we've forgotten yes. that we're creative because as we go through school, it just kind of gets beat out of us for instead sure. of celebrated.
0: Well, it makes you a better worker.
1: Exactly. <laughs> just shut up. Blindly follow along. Prepare for this. Prepare for that. Maybe you can retire right. if you live long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we remembered that we're creative, like when you were little and you would just doodle or color outside the lines. Didn't you
0: have a whole YouTube on that too to help people like go into that meditation?
1: Yeah, daydreaming. Just yeah. daydream. And like
0: how that's actually like a skill, mm-hmm. right? And then and like in the professions that we. Um, tout or celebrate they do that like athletes are taught to visualize all the time right because it's the same heart rate and muscle and all that kind of stuff yeah I don't I think you know what I think I think that it's okay to work hard there's a lot of language on that I don't want to get like some manifestation and visualization you know um, there's a lot of different ways to live as a human but I think we've gotten so far away from being human and being connected Yes. And I find that it's not the people, I love examples of people that have a lot that are repaving, pa- repaving that path. Mm-hmm. Because the people that seem to be really nice to me are, or that are you know going out of their way. Yeah, I think we need to bring it all together. You know, okay. I don't want to perpetuate stereotypes, but I think we need to bring it together. And if you're, if that pinnacle is just for your own enjoyment, that the top of that triangle is not going to get you where you
1: want to go. Right. And, and there's so many people that are that have reached that spot and then it's like they go and try to find uh a monk or someone's like how can i find happiness i have all the <laughs> money in the world right. and i am still not happy, happy. totally know? it's like you gotta start doing what you love and just figuring out like this is what makes my soul feel good
0: it's so interesting because there was this quote I mean I'm gonna I told you I was gonna talk about it Damini and I are doing an, a Damini Salibre and I are doing an online class from September Do you say her name really
1: quick say it one more time Damini Damini
0: Salibre Salibre she's amazing she's really amazing um and so am I right because we're so we're so comfortable touting other people right we're doing this online class. It's free. It's Monday. It starts Monday the 23rd. You can register. Link is in my Instagram. Kate. And I'll put a link yeah, in Kate all the Breton. things. Um, but here's the quote that we had for today's thing. You must believe that we are gifted for something and that this thing, at whatever cost, must be attained. Mm. That's it. Marie Curie. I mean, shoot. Hello. I think we've forgotten... And the more distracted we are, the more we forget. And man, is this a great time to be distracted?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> right. It's rigged to be distracted. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pay attention to what's going on. Look at this over here. Look yeah, like get a new iPhone, oh,
0: yeah. get a new color. Look at this. Don't you know? Don't even look at your own feet. You know, in sessions, it's like people are not connected to their bodies any that's a difficult thing to do right mm-hmm. if you're if you're always on social media or computers there's a lot of focus on the headspace and the shoulders and you just kind of forget the rest of you, the rest of your meat suit really is just getting right along
1: right well there's this I don't I, I need to find out who actually did the study but there was a study done where they asked a group of men and women would you rather sit alone for 15 minutes or would you rather receive an electric shock like, are you serious uh, yes Sixty-five percent of men and men would rather receive an electric shock than sit by themselves for fifteen minutes. Okay, you're Thirty-five gonna have to percent this to me. of of women would rather be shocked electrically than sit and just breathe and be alone by themselves. Right? Like if you that, can that, see that, Kate's <laughs> face, she's like, "What? Yeah, we are so disconnected from the spiritual like, beings that we are that we I would rather be physically shocked." experience pain
0: experience pain than to
1: sit alone by yourself for 15 minutes
0: 15 minutes isn't even that long I did notice there was a dramatic difference between women because I'm like if you have a child you're like dude I'll take the 15 minutes um but I guess that goes to the adage that that negative people will choose negative attention Mm -hmm. over absence of right so that that's what pain is so we choose pain over being with ourselves
1: yeah Because the pain of being by themselves is too much to deal with. That's that's the way I interpret it. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's how hurt everyone is, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that means. Whatever that means that we're so terrified. Like, why are we so terrified to be alone? I'm going to say we because it's so easy to say they and to move yourself out of it. Um,
1: I don't know. I I love being alone. I was just going (laughs) to (laughs) say, I kind of
0: dig that alone time, but I guess there's a part of me... If you're going to jump in with the philosophy there's a you know there is i can say that there are some times that i would rather hang out in what needs to get done than to go in deeper to sit with what the in you know mm-hmm. like that is something i'm working on currently to like there's a thousand things to get like i just said to you this morning my schedule got changed there was a thousand things that needed to get done so logically I should have just sat there and started doing things. But what I chose was to sit with myself because I wasn't going to get any, I knew enough. I wasn't going to get anything done if Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. Right. And I'm, I'm making that more of a, of a practice.
1: I, because of the the illusion of money book, like Carl, he's really popped into my world. Like he was on like Lewis house podcast and, Another one. You know what I mean? So it's like all there. Frequency is all and it, over. Yeah, yeah, it's all over everything mm-hmm. that's been happening. And lots of great changes have been happening as well. But last week on Sunday, he did, instead of doing like a big book launch in like a big arena, because he's also a comedian. Oh, right, that's right. You they did a, a thing on online. And as he was talking, he said, You know, I was meditating for eight hours the other day. And the comments that were coming up on this online thing were like, how, how could you do that? How do you find the time? What do you mean? Well, what do you mean you, you sat by yourself for eight right. hours a day? And he's like, you go to work for 40 hours a week. How do you do that? How do you justify that? How can you say it's okay to go and spend 40 hours of your week doing something for someone else? I don't think and it's right, a problem oh. doing something. I no, say something no. Here. But, but like just that idea home. of like, like people the don't- mindset of like, it's, oh my goodness, how can you give yourself eight hours Right, like it's, we can't it's, even comprehend the free, that we yeah. have a choice of our time. And he was like, "Think of what would happen if you gave yourself fifteen minutes every day,
0: and don't choose the electric shock." Yes, which is basically what social media does to your oh, brain. Oh, right. So that's yeah. what we're doing all the time mm-hmm. is short circuiting our nervous system.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I've been noticing hmm. how much. Last on Monday, whatever holiday it was, Labor Day, I wasn't doing anything. Right, um, and. So at 7 o'clock, I sat down on my meditation cushion. Uh And I wanted to do this Joe Dispenza, like, energy center grounding meditation. So I did that. And that was 29 minutes. And it was like a guided meditation, and it it flew. And then I was like, oh, I'm already here. I'm going to do this other meditation. And then after that, I just sat there. And I don't know where I went. Like, Mm -hmm. somewhere else. And then I laid down, did a little shavasana because I needed to, like, somehow ground to come back. Sure. And then by the time I sat back up and looked at my phone, it was 9.30, two out, two and a half hours of time mm-hmm. just blew by mm-hmm. and it was great, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I felt so refreshed after and just mm-hmm. alive that it like, I'm like, I, I should do that every, every day. Right. Like just to get back into that space because then I had all of this clarity and all of this excitement to create other things Throughout this whole week.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. And if you, if someone says, I don't have the time, then the first thing I would say, well, like, how much Netflix are you watching? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I think that now. Like, I'm like, is the Netflix filling me or is sleep better? Like, if I'm too tired. Because sometimes at the end of a toddler day, I'm like, I'm legit tired. Uh-huh. And now I'll be like, I've stopped watching shows. I'm like, is this better than sleep? And if the answer is no, I close my computer and I go to, go to sleep. Sometimes you need adult time, right? Mm-hmm but you do need that if, if, So if you're hearing this, it's like, but the, if you don't have the two hours, you definitely have the 15 minutes, you have it. And you've been doing that for a long time, right? Like you've made a lot of changes. Mm. I'm sure people are kind of watching, like, would you, I'm curious that the, the GoFundMe kind of really changed things for you, wouldn't you say?
1: It did. And as the GoFundMe was happening, I also stopped smoking weed. So that was a big change. Right. Um, and just being very clear Mm -hmm. For the first time in a really, really, really long time in my life. Like not having any substances, mask, anything. Mm. And I've been saying this a lot. Smoke your weed. It's a great plant. Uh, It's just smoking too much of it. Right. Um, Like anything
0: in life. If you're doing too much of it, it it masks its benefits. Exactly.
1: So from that, I just started meditating more. And then from hearing comments that people were making pushed me into this way of I'm totally going to do whatever I want to do and from doing that more and more things have just opened up and I'm Mm. connecting with more of what I want to do in my heart like not I just don't want to take pictures I love taking pictures I'll always take pictures but I want to coach people I want to help people get to where they want to be in life
0: that's beautiful thank you and I would say that if you feel a shift in what you're doing, it doesn't mean, like, it doesn't negate, like, pe- things keep growing, you know? Right. right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, from that conversation that we had earlier in the week right. about everything. We
0: should tell we're... people that. Just a little bit about the decision-making, meaning... We were talking about like making an investment coaching investment yeah right yeah. we don't have to so in the what I was um, saying to Joe on my part was that I was being invited into a coaching mastermind that would start in like three weeks and I believe you need to make space for yourself and all that stuff but it would have been ludicrous for me to say yes like there's not enough room and in checking in with myself and realizing if I did this I'd actually topple what is growing mm-hmm. And then, I was, and then the person came back to me and was like, what about January? And I thought, oh, that feels like enough space for me to be fully present. And we were saying, when you commit to something that is in alignment with you, the time or the finances will show up. But mm-hmm. if you're doing it just to say, I'm not good enough, so I have to join these 10,000 memberships and spend all this money, which we perceive as effort, but it, it's not. If, that, if money isn't an obstacle for you and you can invest it easily, I'm not judging it, but I'm saying... Where does the commitment like money might not be the sign of your commitment. It might be your time It might be something you have to make a sign of commitment, right? Right. right. That's really the thing Yeah,
1: and I'm literally cuz I have literally because i do not know how you said it But someone said it to you like look at where you're spending your money and are, you investing... are you
0: investing in what is important in your life if you looked at your budget would it show that you're spending your money in what you say is the most significant, the things that you hold most dear?
1: Right. And that completely changed everything for mm-hmm. me. And then I went back to my house and made a call or set up a call. And now I'm doing things starting in October, October 20th, it starts.
0: So you'll let us know later on what the things are. that I'll let doing. you all know later on. But That's it's, what I'm it's thinking. very exciting. I'm just, in case somebody's Maybe. listening and they're like, did I miss it? I'm like, no, it's in yeah. process. And you need to know when you're in process. You don't need to share all the details. You can tell someone like, I'm committed to something and you don't, that's boundaries. That's how you hold space to grow things, mm-hmm.
1: right? And it's interesting because it's like up roughly almost 10 years ago, I did my Kundalini training and that was a really uh, big investment. It
0: was a big investment.
1: Um, and was very scary because I'm like, how I Emotionally gonna... too. Yeah. It was a big
0: investment. So investment needs to be redefined. It's your time and your, it's your time more than it is anything else. Yeah. Right? And but we completely
1: don't... flipped my world around. Tell
0: them that. The time thing. Sorry. I'm pointing at the she, microphone.
1: <laughs> Tell them what.
0: Do you remember what you told me about the scarcity of money? Oh, right.
1: So we have this, and again, also from Kyle, from Kyle Case. Get the book. I, it was literally the whole podcast today as well. Um, we've been taught that time is unlimited and money is scarce. In reality. It's a flip it flips time mm-hmm. is so scarce even if you know as technology advances we are we are evolving differently we we will most likely live to be 100 maybe older
0: still not a lot of time no especially and, if you're not present to where you are <laughs> exactly
1: and like i look at literally the last like 5 years of my life i'm like wow it went so fast so fast
0: oh let me tell you for sure Right? Like, I had that little person running around if you want to like check in on how fast you're aging stand next to a kid and come back in a week yeah right like, exactly you
1: know I mean? and, and it's funny that you say that because last week I photographed a family that I photographed four years ago oh. and they were pregnant four years ago and they wanted to recreate it because they're pregnant again mm. with you know and I'm like wow that was four years ago mm-hmm. and like seeing these little people yeah four because, years later mm-hmm. they are people they're people and it's so fast and we're taught that we have all the time in the world mm-hmm. and that we need to worry about money. Money is printed every day. Right. Like it's here. It's not going to go away. We just have to flip the switch and realize like our time is, is what's limited and I, I, can, I can't remember his name. He wrote um, Living with a Seal. David Goggins lived with him for 30 days. Don't but remember. Anyway, I can't think of his name but he said he was like if you look at your life as if, so let's say we live to be, average lifespan is like, what, 75, 80? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I'm 44. That gives me I know. 34 summers. Like if you think of it that way, I only have 34 more summers.
0: You need to look at it that way. Right. You really do.
1: Like 34 more times I can like plan trips to the Jersey Shore.
0: If you can drive yourself for all 34 of those hours. Right, summers.
1: exactly. And if you start looking at it that way, like, you need to start doing what you love. Mm-hmm.
0: And if... Oh, okay. So the other thing... I think this... I Oh, goodness. I don't remember. I've been reading so many books right now that I'm not sure. <laughs> it could be Barry that said this. It could be somebody else. And I apologize for not citing it. But that commitment is such an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like dropping it. Because when you commit to something... Uncle always say, as soon as you commit, you can just expect the universe to come and try to knock you down. And instead of saying that, oh, I shouldn't do that, it's like, no, 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 wrong interpretation. We're testing how committed are you? Because uh-huh. the next thing we're gonna need you to whatever. And if you are feeling like you don't have enough money to commit to the thing, or if you you know you're not really sure, then commit to being present. And when you can, when you do a task singularly. You are just like you're met. If someone's listening, like, well, how did you meditate for two hours? Why did you sit still? Because you've been doing it in some short shape for over 10 years, right? Mm. Like, or more, but at least the Kundalini journey. So they were saying that if you can get to being present when you're washing the dishes, which most of us, I would say, aren't, right? We're like, what am I doing next? I don't mean to repeat the same thing, but if you look at it as the value of training yourself to be present as the commitment that you would need for a bigger task, that shifts the whole invitation of presence.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought it was a profound invitation. It's hard.
1: Oh well, yeah, it's, it's super, super hard. It's super hard. <laughs> um, I, I, that was good. I also, also one of the many books that I've kind of repooled out is uh, The Power of Now. Mm.
0: I saw it so good
1: and I read it a long time ago wasn't present when I read it because I just read it like it was a book you know (laughs) and now this time like it's out and there's a highlighter and I'm like oh right like really be present like really experience what is happening because also like as I look back for like along the Kundalini journey like I've taught a lot of really fun workshops Mm -hmm. and I've gone I went to Italy and taught in Italy (laughs) with Jen with Jen Jen i not to name drop, but you know she's kind of a big deal right now. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> your face.
0: I mean, it is a big deal. It is I'm being human. That's about to go. Get. And
1: it's like I look back and I'm like, was I really present in Italy, teaching in this beautiful space? You know, in this beautiful like 300 year old house, was I present, or was I just like, wow, I can't believe I'm here? You know, and I'm almost like experiencing—I don't want to say regret, but like. I'm regretting a little not being present when some amazing things in my life were happening.
0: That's so honest. That's how things change. Yeah. And I, I haven't written about this yet, but I'm totally breaking up with the word linear. Mm. I think it's bullshit. Oh, you can believe that. Sorry. No, it's
1: okay.
0: Um, sorry if you have kids. Okay. So <laughs> if, because I think you can come in and out of phases because on the flip side, As sometimes I'm very present with my toddler and sometimes I'm not and normally when I don't want to be present because hashtag you cannot give your hundred percent every hour of the day Mm -hmm. I don't care what mom article tells you you can (laughs) Um, I have found the opposite that I used to be able to sit in a Lomi clinic in Waimanalo and be are like glued to presence not missing a single thing for really long days Mm -hmm. because I wasn't, I was watching somebody else that I admired. Now I'm the one that has to be holding. So I'm actually going backwards to like, Katie, you could, not miss i mean i don't want to say i didn't miss anything but i was i was very focused Mm -hmm. and it's helping me to be like what is more precious than giving that presence to my child hello katie (laughs) you know what i mean just because you don't want to color markers or try to tell him not to jump off the couch and that sounds so trite but it's like often we have the skill sets but we only use them for this and not for that yeah. so that's why linear doesn't make sense so I've been actually reflecting on the same thing and noticing great thing about kids is if you change your energy they respond instantaneously Yeah. so that switch has really been helpful so it's interesting that you were thinking actually the same thing Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, it doesn't mean if you haven't done it or if you did do it. Like you're, it's still the same thing. It's the realization, right? right. It's the being honest with ourselves. And it, and
1: it is a practice it's to for be sure present. It's sure practice. Everything is a practice. That's why when people say I can't meditate, okay, well you're already starting out on the wrong foot by saying you can't. For sure. Just try. It's yeah. the same thing when I photograph people and it's like oh, I hate having my picture taken. It's like I okay, now we kind of have to regroup <laughs> and get rid of that energy because you're already it's coming true. in with this shitty energy. It's true. So if you're listening and you're going to have a photo shoot with me or anyone else, don't say you hate having your picture taken. Yeah, don't do that. Don't. You know? because it's, it's like it's when people it's...
0: come in, they're like, I have this bum leg. And I'm like, well, who wants to be talked about like that? Can you imagine that body part has to hear that all the time? Oh my goodness.
1: And so, going to come back to my boy Kyle, <laughs> who, if you talk about money, uh-huh. like if you're like, oh, I hate money. Money doesn't grow on trees money this money that money that if money was a person would money want to be around you sure for if you sure spoke not. of it that way right so you know and it was so funny and I don't know if it was him or someone else just like why don't you just walk around and just be like I love money and money loves me
0: but that's one of the most basic things they tell you right to change your script
1: yeah mm-hmm. and just love it stop with the bullshit that you know your dad or your grandfather said money doesn't grow on trees well like
0: you know sometimes we don't know what we're we're doing though and that's So we were talking, I am going to name drop.
1: Yeah, uh, name drop. Ikaiju Wright
0: is a a phenomenal lovely practitioner in Oahu. And he recently shared this quote. I don't remember who the quote came from, but it was like, so many people are saying, find the best coach. The 10 ways to look for the best coach. I don't see anything about being the best client. And I was like, that's it. Mm -hmm. If you aren't prepared, like it's kind of the same thing if you aren't prepared to look at what in me accepted that I wasn't deserving, then the other work kind of can't get there, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think it all, that quote shook me because I could watch people come into that clinic and those that were committed you know, and those that weren't committed didn't have the same experience because it's impossible. If you're right. not fully present, then you can't make yourself available to all that's being offered to you. Mm-hmm. And um, I still suffer from that in different parts of my life. And, and the problem is, is when you know it, then you can shame yourself for not acting upon the thing that you know to be true.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's interesting because I didn't think of that earlier when we were, or this earlier when we were talking about what, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been listening to the Angry Therapist podcast mm-hmm. and his business partner and has have a podcast to catalyst something i don't know they need to change the name of their podcast it's just too long i don't know what it is Selling catalyst coaching podcast whatever <laughs> it's too long guys come up with something new anyway but one of them was like how to find the right coach mm. but in doing that they mm-hmm. were literally saying like you, when you're a coach you can't just be like oh well this person needs a coach so i'm going to coach them no like, you cannot yeah like you have to actually like Are we an actual good fit? That's right. And um, his business partner said, you know, sometimes I meet with people. I'm like, you're you're just not ready to commit to making change within yourself. Which is okay. It is okay. And she was like, but if I work with you, I'm going to get frustrated. Right. Because I'm going to be frustrated that you're actually not ready to commit to making the change.
0: Well, it's a waste of time. And then if you're not committed and you pay somebody money, then you get to blame the person. You you perceive that you can blame the person that you paid the money to Mm -hmm. as opposed to not blaming anyone but looking at, again, subconscious versus conscious. Like where are you actually standing? And if you're not ready to commit to something, that's the place to start. What am I afraid of?
1: Right.
0: Sit down with a cup of tea or coffee and what am I afraid of? And then like the first thing that you thought of that you don't want to write down, write that one down. Mm-hmm. Don't jump to the thing that's respectable or the thing that makes sense. Start with the thing that doesn't make sense or you don't want to say, yeah. It, here's I mean, here's something
1: that, that kind of goes with this again, coming back to my book, Kyle. <laughs> but at the end of every chapter, there's a little exercise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you have like, I'm afraid of losing all my money. Uh-huh. Like that's one of your fears. Like yep. why you're not doing it? He's like, what if instead of saying I'm afraid of losing all of my money, mm-hmm. you say I love losing all of my money? He's like, I know that sounds really crazy. Sure. But you're letting go of the fear of it happening, and just being okay with whatever happens. I'm like, oh, that's interesting.
0: Katie Byron did something like that. Is what's the worst that could happen? They're like mm-hmm. I'll lose all my money, and I'll lose my house and and you go all the way down and you realize that basically everyone's afraid that they're going to be alone or or dead Mm -hmm. right like it but but because we're like we're not going to be dead yet or it won't be we stay up in the higher echelon fear that keeps us trapped it's a beautiful exercise it's all Mm -hmm. the same thing of like just getting the flow going right and with this
1: conversation I, i i don't have a problem saying this kyle says you know one of the exercises was think of what would happen if That, same thing, if you lost all of your money, Uh and then what happens, you lose your house, and then what happens, you know? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't even have to imagine this, I've been in the situation where I have been negative 32, negative $132 in my bank account, and guess what? I am still alive, I'm still here, it didn't kill me, it sucked, I was afraid, didn't know what I was gonna do, but it didn't kill me. And I'm sure probably a lot of people listening have been in that situation I've where been you in that you looked at your bank account and you're like, oh man, insurance came out. <laughs> Thank God I got that overdraft protection, even though it just cost me like $90 <laughs> extra. You know, but you're alive. It didn't kill you. So it's like, stop being afraid to do what you love because you don't think the money is going to show up.
0: Here's the other thing because sometimes I like the money conversation, sometimes it can be a hard to access I think Mm -hmm. so one of the things that I am actually incubating is inviting people to consider if I valued myself
1: or what I choose Mm -hmm.
0: because if you're in a partnership and you enjoy your partner or if you have a pet that you love dearly or if you have a child that you enjoy because not everyone enjoys everything right so they can pretend but Mm -hmm. if you enjoy the people that are around you you show that value all the time you, you, get the, you get their extra snack at the grocery store. You don't really want to go walk your dog, but you know they deserve it. And by the time you're five minutes into the walk, both of you are ecstatic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. And it's like, but when you go down that list, a lot of times yourself is the last is the last person you consider that for. So this over-discussion over, over discussion of self-care and over-discussion of money kind of sometimes removes the idea of value. If you go back to value, then, then it kind of jumps the story of the haves and the haves-nots, and it's just more, I think, a nature-based idea of like, what needs to grow, what needs to die. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. doesn't matter. Money is not going to protect you from the cycle of growth mm-hmm. and death. That's, that's happening in your life anyway. How and what, how big of a stage you play that on. Or maybe it's not even always about big, but if you enjoy the stage that you're on. Right. Because right? bigger is not always better. I'm mm. like done with that as well. Because in different phases of your life, you may want to extend out really big externally. And then in some phases, you might want to, be able to draw in and Mm -hmm. go away and recalibrate so value the word value and showing what you value which came partially actually in tandem with reading what what uh barry tesler was saying about your actions demonstrate what you really value you can talk all day long Mm -hmm. and here's the place where i'm going to slip in what's happening on Mauna kea
1: oh yeah thank you thank you and then we definitely have to touch on your your class as well before Uh, we run out of time
0: um, so There is a bunch of protesters, protectors on top of Mauna Kea because it's Hawaiian land and it says that that they're supposed to have uh, perpetual access to it. But anyway, the University of Hawaii and the governor, Ike, um, are giving all of that access to TMT to build a 30-mile telescope that would go into the watershed and, you know, pollute the waters of Hawaii. and they said that they can only build it there, except for they could build it in the Canary Islands. And the Canary Islands are like, yeah, come. And they're like, OK, never mind. Didn't think you were going to say yes to that. Cause they're... Anyway, they're on day 56, and the people are still standing there. And the reason it's on my heart right now is really, really, really good friends of mine are in CPR class and asking for pepper spray material because they're preparing. Because it has been said that they're calling in the National Guard. So the Hawaiian government is calling in the National Guard and their own people that are trying to protect their own land and the financial documents have come out that the governor received $3 million Hmm. from, I mean, it's on paper now.
1: Right.
0: So what do you value?
1: Yeah.
0: I know this seems uncomfortable and political, but if you become in a place where you want to start living in accordance with yourself and authenticity and make yourself open to abundance and you want to create more power, then the best thing I think you can do to display gratitude is to give some of that power back to the people that uh, have less power than you or are fighting for something that you will most definitely benefit from. And if you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, then don't ask me for vacation recommendations on the Hawaiian Islands. Uh, if you don't want to help support the people that are across this world are trying to keep the earth alive.
1: Right. Interesting. That's what... Available. Thursday's, Thursday's <laughs> podcast, Chris, Chris, Christopher Cohn and I, we got into a really big discussion about the environment. And we're just not appreciating this land that we're on and the people that are making the decisions about destroying the land mm-hmm. typically have children or mm-hmm. grandchildren that are also going to suffer. And it's almost as if they're saying, I'm going to take this $3 million mm-hmm. because it's $3 million, even though my kids and my grandkids are going to suffer. It's,
0: it is phenomenally, uh, it perplexes me. And I think it goes back to that idea of the disconnect from the body. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just keep going. It'll be fine. I'll make it work, which is foolish because you you can't do that. But I think it's connected. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, the yeah. disconnection is actually connected. So, um, yeah, I think what you value, I think that invitation to looking at your budget, this might sound like it's not tying back in, but if you don't have like we were just saying, you could be in a phase of your life that you really just don't have The $15 for the book that's legit but you could have the 15 minutes right so putting your investment of either your time or your finances on what you value and building that muscle and then remembering that the wave of resistance will come and you're prepared for it and then you keep moving on to the next one
1: yeah you just got to keep moving on
0: you just got to keep moving on got to stay connected to yourself and keep moving on
1: yeah so one of the books that I was going to talk about this morning uh-huh. was my favorite, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. Um, and in in the book, they talk about... Um, Belle and the light bulb. Yes! Failed 10,000 times. 10,000 times. 10,000.
0: Inconceivable. Right? We're upset at two.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, nah, I failed once, I failed twice, I'm just going to stop now. 10,000 times. Mm-hmm. Like, that's persistence. Like, if you're going to succeed... You're going to fail a couple of times. Yes. And quit. And that's what I really got from that book. Like, you have to keep going. Commitment. Yeah.
0: It's all about commitment.
1: And believe in yourself. It's like, again, if you feel this is what is in your heart to do, whatever that may be, Mm -hmm. do it. Like, your heart isn't going to lie to you.
0: The art... The War of Art.
1: Oh, yeah. Just finished that. Stephen Pressfield. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. Right.
0: Everyone should own that book because Mm -hmm. you can read it throughout your whole life.
1: Yeah. I thought the Audible and it is just... Because Robert was listening. Um, Name drop Robert Sturman. Go follow him. Um, (laughs) and I listened to it in like two days it's phenomenal I was like wow
0: I've read it in a minute and I've saved sometimes I've just like popped it open and read it I've read it over the years it is it's for anyone that wants to create anything including just living your life yeah that you can expect resistance to come yeah I out of all I would I yeah everyone should read that book
1: yeah this is great and I really even forgot about it because I'd listened to it so quickly because mm-hmm. it was just so like oh my goodness this is so great
0: his writing is dynamic and some if you're reading it holding it some chapters are one paragraph and you're like whoa yeah i need so to actually
1: get the physical you do content. i mean i think everyone should oh, right but right. the reason i
0: brought him up was like he was getting no traction until like late 40s yeah and then he was the back bagger vance like mm-hmm. hello so yeah it's all connected into the you know uh, same
1: with what's your name harry potter
0: yeah rowling
1: there you go hmm
0: <laughs> There were a lot of good book resources, actually. Too. Yeah, I'll go through and actually yeah. put a,
1: a, a reading list in. Um,
0: well, thank you for this. It was a pleasure to be back on Inspired Creativity. I love connecting in. I love what you're doing. Thanks for giving us a space to share and helping uh, make rebirth happen in this crazy world.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to be part of all of it and, you know, to push you in ways that you should be pushed. Thank you. Yeah, that's part of my what I'm realizing. Part of my purpose is to push people to find their passion, their purpose, their bliss. Mm -hmm. Get out there, do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you have a class before we go.
0: For sure. It's called Embodied.
1: Embodied.
0: Embodied, because most of us aren't. Uh, It's practices to make more space for you in your life. It's myself and Dominus Libre. It's free. It is one hour a day for four consecutive days, starting September 23rd. You can sign up. Um, the quickest way would be to go to my Instagram, Kate M. Brenton. Switched. Kate Brenton's taken, and I don't want to be Kate Brenton like one two three or 45, uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, so Kate M. Brenton. Instagram, the link is in the profile. You can sign up, and it's going to be really beautiful. I can feel that. There's an invitation there to just... Come into a container because actually, if we use technology for a container and community, it can be really powerful because by default, it tends to be really isolating. Nice. So I will link that with <laughs> our
1: book list as well.
0: Cheers, Joe. Thanks for spending Sunday with me.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Anything else you want to let people know that you do that they might be able to book sessions with?
0: Oh, for sure. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I'm a lonely practitioner, so a holistic practitioner, um, help bring people back into alignment. I think um, I teach a women's class called Sit in Your Center, but that is really, I'm realizing what all of my sessions are about are bringing you back into alignment of your center. And your center is you, right? It's nobody else, it's you and what you are doing, and making your body your friend. So a lot of people work with me on the table, but people also work with me in the online in coaching sessions. Um, and that's a beautiful
1: Holding. You know your body's there no matter no are to. So it's really nice to, start with your to Thank you so much for giving me your time this morning. Okay, cool, you know. <laughs> Have a great day everyone. I will talk to you soon.